Hey, everybody, and welcome to All There Is. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabas, and in today's episode, the very first episode of this podcast, we are going to talk about connection and moving through this world open, not just to what's around us, not, you know, only open to nature and our circumstances, but being open to the people that are around us every day, everywhere we go. I'm going to read an essay that I wrote not too long ago that was inspired by my niece, Kalia. Kalia is seven years old now, but at the time of this event that inspired this essay, she was, I think, four and a half or five. Um, Her and her sister, Lila, and their mother, Diana, had come to visit me in San Diego for about 10 days, and we spent some time at the beach. Even though our family is from landlocked upstate New York, uh, Syracuse, we are beach lovers and have created some really lifelong um, fantastic memories at the beach. So, of course, I had to take them. And uh, this day, I think we were at Ocean Beach, actually, in Ocean Beach um, near San Diego. And this particular day with the girls... Um, I witnessed such a common occurrence among kids, and to most people it might have not have appeared to be really anything profound, but three years later, um, what I witnessed that day on the beach has stayed with me. So the piece is called Hey Friend, and I'm just going to read it to you. Hey Friend. My niece Kalia asked a girl she'd never seen before, do you want to be my friend? Less than five minutes after we had arrived at the beach. The adults in tow were still getting our bearings and the lay of the land as we set up our low-rider beach chairs, found a spot for the cooler, and spread out the magic sheet that repels sand even though it's lying in an ocean of the gritty stuff, while four-year-old Kalia and her six-year-old sister Lila scoped out the scene looking for boys or girls to be friends with. Anyone who could run a bucket and shovel was fair game. "'Do you want to be my friend?' was her opening line. There was no initial greeting or shy cat-and-mouse game of should we or shouldn't we speak to each other. The ask was simple. I'm here. You're here. There is sand, water, and buckets to fill. Are we in this together or not? If she got the open-faced nod or shrug, it was on. If someone responded to her opening line with the silent stink eye, she would just move on to the next target. There were no tears, no hurt feelings, no identity crisis about why everyone didn't like her. There were no promises of playdates in the future. The moms and dads didn't meet each other or get involved. They just kept an eye on their kid and watched the play unfold. The colony of kids that soon formed at the beach that day suddenly had an almost manic urgency to get water, dump it, then watch it disappear almost immediately, soaked up by the hot, thirsty sand. Some were designated to be runners and were responsible for sprinting with empty buckets to the shoreline, filling up and lugging the wobbly, overflowing container back to ground zero, where the shovel crew dug the holes and demanded more water. They never seemed to tire or question the sanity of doing the same thing over and over with no visible results. That wasn't the point anyway. The point was there was no point. It was play. It was laughter. It was connection. As Walt Whitman said, we were together, I forget the rest. When it was time to leave, Kalia insisted on saying goodbye to her friends. Hey, friends, she said, I have to leave now. Bye. They hugged. Kalia came running to me without looking back. What was your friend's name, I asked. I don't know. How old is she? I don't know. Six, I think. Kalia shrugged. That's it. Ready to move on to whatever was coming next in her day. 
I was intrigued. When do we lose that philosophy of, let's not overcomplicate this. We're at the same place at the same time. Let's be friends while we're here. And when it's time to go, we'll hug. Maybe not literally, um, but we'll hug and go on our way. When did it become more fun to isolate and cut off, connecting only with ourselves and our devices? When did it become too scary to risk the vulnerability of connection? I was walking to the parking garage one Friday night after work, ready to start my weekend, and as I walked past a man I'd never seen before, he said out loud, Nice hair! My head whipped around looking for someone else on the sidewalk that he would have been referring to, someone with nice hair, but there was no one there. It was just the two of us in that moment. I must have given him the silent stink eye because he followed up with, No, really, it looks nice. I'll never see him again. He didn't stop and try to get my digits. We weren't at a bar. There didn't seem to be any hidden agenda. He was looking up and walking open-faced, saw me on a good hair day, and made the effort to reach out, to connect. I walked on air the rest of the way to my car, beaming for the entire 30-minute ride home, and couldn't wait to tell my husband about my random connection that left me flying high. How would we approach each day if we knew we'd have friends at the grocery store, in the waiting room at the doctor's office, at the DMV, or the five-hour and 45-minute plane ride crammed in coach seats with the smelly dog in front of us and the crying baby behind us? What if we could look at each other and laugh, tear ourselves away from the television embedded in the seat in front of our face, and talk about the trip we just took? The family fight that upset Christmas dinner, or how worried we are about our aging parents? In the digital world we live in now, we will friend anyone on Facebook or follow on Insta or Twitter and connect on Snapchat. How much more enjoyable could each day be if we friended people we physically encountered? And if we got the silent stink eye instead of the open face nod or shrug, we would simply move on without assigning any drama to it. Recently one morning in my office building, I assumed the typical connection avoidance position of looking down at my phone, pretending to scroll through important emails and social posts while I rode the elevator. God forbid I let myself just be still and open-faced. Just as the doors were closing, a woman boarded the car. Do you work for the opera, she said. Their offices were in our building, so it wasn't a completely absurd question. No, I said very politely and fake smiled. Oh, well, I have a student learning the oldest opera ever written. Apparently it didn't matter that I didn't actually work for the opera. She's going to be performing it, the oldest opera ever written. Yeah, I managed to politely contribute, captivated by her little girl-like enthusiasm about her opera learning student, yet unsure how to respond. How cool is that? And how cool is it that I get to be her teacher? The elevator door opened and she got off. As the door closed again, moving on to the eighth floor, it took me a minute to get my bearings to figure out why that 60-second exchange with another human gave me a little lift inside, just like the spontaneous hair comment from a stranger. I smiled for real this time and thought of Kalia. This is what connection feels like. This is why she chases down friends at the beach or wherever she happens to be. The teacher and I had a moment in that elevator. We connected. She saw me. I saw her. How cool is that? That's the end of the essay. Um, 
Yeah, so that's, you know, that's become one of my favorite ones. And of course, that all happened and was written um, before the time of COVID. Um, But I still think it's relevant. I mean, you know, we are getting out of our houses a little bit, right? We can still go to the grocery store and we can pick up takeout food and we can go to the doctors and do some of the, the more essential things in our lives, even though we're not socially out there like we used to be and maybe not working like we used to be. But, um, you know, we are still going out just less. And I think now more than ever, it's important to go out open face, to look up away from your phone, to actually um, look for people to connect with, you know? So this week, here's a challenge. I'm going to challenge you and encourage you to just try it. You know, look up from your phone, look out, look for someone and just say, hi, nice hair, or how are you doing with all this COVID stuff? You okay? Um, and like I said in the essay, don't don't get hung up on names or the fact that you'll never see them again. Focus on the moments and really connecting with those around you in that moment. And even though it's going to be fleeting, it will stay with you. And ultimately, it's going to make all of us feel less alone. And that's a good thing. That's it for this episode. That's all I've got to say about that. Um, the next the next episode, we're going to talk about trail markers. Um, so tune in for that. And you can find more information uh, about me and about this podcast. And you can contact me by going to my website, kellybargabus.com slash podcast. And if you've got something useful by listening today, please subscribe, share, or review all there is. I'd appreciate it. Take care. <laughs>